Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which is a film version of the shorts that you may or may not have seen on YouTube. They're about 10 years old at this point. Really? They're a little over 10 years. Yeah. Um, and they were created by Jenny Slate and her husband at the time, um, Daniel. Is it Daniel? Fleischer, Dean Fleischer Camp. Sorry, thank you. Um, and there are these cute little stop motion animation shorts. Uh, it's in the form of like a like a documentary, but it's like a mockumentary um, where he, you know, the Fleischer Fleischer Camp is the documentarian, and he's interviewing this little shell. Uh, it's literally a shell with like a little googly eye and some little shoes taped onto it um or glued onto it and i know it sounds ridiculous and it's voiced by jenny slate who you may have seen in parks and rec um she's in a lot of stuff she's a she used to be on snl i think she was on there briefly um but anyway so this is a the a feature length film it's about i think it's an hour and a half and it's about the shell who is living alone with his grandma, uh, voiced by Isabella Rossellini. And they live in this house. It's an Airbnb. And um, the documentarian happens to be staying there. And so he decides to, you know, kind of film this documentary on this these shells. And he, through the process, he finds out that they had a much larger family. But that family was, was moved out um, by the previous, one of the previous owners, um, and so the movie's about that, about the Marcel kind of wondering about that family and if he'll ever be able to see them again. And um, that's essentially it. It's a very simple story, but it's um, it's kind of this, um, this story is kind of about mortality and family and community. And it's, you know, it's a very deep movie for such a, a, a goofy sounding premise, but we'll get I guess more into that as we go along. But Sam, what did you think of Marcel the show with shoes on? It was all right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, you knew I didn't really care to go see this movie. Um, I didn't see any of the YouTube clips or anything about it. So I didn't really know what it was supposed to be about, but it just didn't interest me. So, but I didn't not want to see the movie. So we went to go see it and it was all right. Like the shell's funny. Um, It's cute. It's a cute movie. The shell's really cute. And the stuff he says is really funny. And the way he says it is funny. But I was just thinking of Jenny Slate the whole time. The whole time he was talking, I was just like, this is just Jenny Slate's personality and being cute and funny. Um, And I liked that. So, I mean... Um, it's a simple story. Like you said, he's just trying to look for his family. And I like how he interacts with Dean, the documentarian guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's, I would say it's kind of a slow movie. So I just feel like a lot of people won't like it because of that. And when we went to go see it, there was a lot of kids in the theater, and so I just feel like these parents didn't do their research 
because I think they thought this was a kid's movie. And not that it's not for kids, but it's just I wouldn't count it as a kid's movie. Um, Like there wasn't really a lot of like, you know, how silly kids movies are. Like you were comparing it to the Minions, you know, like that's the type of stuff kids watch nowadays, I guess. And this was just not that. So um, because like you said, it was it was a deeper it was a deeper message um, for you to think about and. And there's parts where it could you could feel sad for him, and um, it's just I feel like that's not what kids really watch nowadays. But I liked the story; it was it was cute, it was simple, it was deep and thoughtful. Um, but it wasn't like a lot going on to where I would like say I thought it was a great movie or anything. But it was all right. Like I said, it was all right. It was a decent movie. And I loved the movie. So, and I think we knew that that was going to happen because mm-hmm. I'm more of a sentimental person than you are. Um, and that's not to say like, oh, you're a bad person. It's just, I, I'm more of a sap when it comes to movies. Like I'll watch a movie <laughs> and I'll be like, that was really sweet or that was beautiful. And you'll be like, meh, that was boring or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I really loved it. I loved the, it is very slow, but I think there's purpose to that, and that's to kind of get you to because a lot. I mean, obviously, it's a shell, right? We're talking about so everything looks huge. There's insects. There's there's life outside. There's like shots of like spider webs. There's shots of like rain. There's shots of leaves and all these things that you see in nature. That it's it's all around the house. And to us, you know, you go outside of your house and you're like, all right, yeah, there's my backyard. There's some grass and the trees or whatever. And you don't really think about it. But because you're seeing it through the eyes of this tiny, tiny creature, everything looks large and looks wonderful. And then there's a sequence where they go outside of the house. Like they go outside uh, onto the side of like the of this hill and they kind of are able to see like the vast the vastness of just this one portion of the city. And Marcel is like, oh, is this like, is this everything like out there? And, you know, Dean is like, no, this is just one small part of like this city. And then there's all these other cities and there's all, you know, there's so many other, in other words, the world is a huge place. And it's interesting to see it through the eyes of this, small creature because everything is wondrous and everything is you know you're seeing it through this innocence of like a child where everything is just there's there's so many possibilities and i think we tend to forget that and i think that's what this movie's about is just kind of like you know it's it's reminding us of the beauty of of nature a beauty of the things around us um so that's why a lot of these moments they're really slow and they're quiet but it's because you're watching this shell this 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 character like kind of take it all in um and even the even the things around the house like the things we see as mundane like they everything is just this huge task for for them and so um it's funny it's amusing but it's also really sweet um and poignant which is a a word you don't use often with this (laughs) you wouldn't think to use with something like like this like the premise is just kind of silly like on paper um but um i really enjoyed it like i said i i liked the performances the because 
it's interesting the way they did this because I, I think what they did was they recorded their the voices first, like Isabella Rossellini and Jenny Slate, and then the animators went in and, and kind of animated to those voices, which I think is how they do it you, most of the time anyway. But um, so they had to make these performances kind of real with these these uh, stop motion shells um it is it is a it is something i think you can take your 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 kids to but like you said like it depends on what your kids are into like most kids i feel like are into like very frenetic you know flashy you know very distracting things things are made like nowadays for add yeah and so this to me seems like something that would be made for like if your kids are homeschooled and you're like you you don't let them watch tv and stuff (laughs) i feel like this is perfect for those kind of kids the ones that like read books and stuff because they may be more accustomed to a slower paced movie or something that's just not constantly shouting and screaming in their face yeah like i think the kids next to me fell asleep or something yeah because they were super loud like and talking and stuff before the movie started and the mom was like oh look how cute look how Mm -hmm. funny and then the movie started, and after a while, they were, like, completely quiet. And I, I, I feel like either one of them left, like, because I didn't see the dad after a while. <laughs> so I feel like the dad left with one of the kids, and the other one stayed and, like, fell asleep yeah. or something. But the mom was enjoying it. She oh, was yeah. laughing. She was. So. That's the thing is that I think a lot of parents, like you said, thought that this was a, a kid's kid's movie. Like, it's specifically made for kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You can tell it's it's made for families, I guess. But – um it's there are some some jokes that are kind of like intended like only adults will get it yeah like there's that scene with the the hair that's stuck in the in the in the (laughs) bathtub and she's like i use or he's like um i use this for what is they use them for i forgot for like because they're really strong these hairs (laughs) and and you can hear dean kind of laughing he's like what what's so funny because we all know what kind of hairs those are that are stuck in the in the drain but um so stuff like that where it's like it's funny to us and a kid's probably it's probably gonna go over their head as to why that's funny yeah so it's it's kind of that kind of that kind of it walks that that balance that line um yeah there was like a tampon yeah on as well like yeah one of the background characters <laughs> i was laughing did you even notice it i didn't notice it until you pointed it out yeah the other thing i was going to mention is that there's this kind of underlying kind of bittersweetness to it sadness that you probably aren't going to know unless you know the relationship between um uh what's her face jenny slate and dean fleischer camp which is the fact that they were in a relationship when they were filming the shorts, they were married, and then they divorced. I think in like 2016 is what I read. Um, so there's this whole underlying plot where uh, Dean is is making this documentary, and he talks. He kind of mentions that he's not living at home anymore because he's going through a breakup, and um, it comes up a few times, especially towards the end where. You know, he's trying to, they're kind of saying like, oh, is this why you're making this documentary to kind of like fill your mind, fill your time with something because you're, you're grieving over this breakup. So it's kind of this interesting thing going on because obviously the person he, he actually did 
go through this breakup with is in this movie like he's he's interviewing her and so it, it gives this whole like this whole uh sadness to the to the whole thing um where i mean you know we don't know the circumstances of that relationship but it's just it's interesting to know that they were these two are making this film together having this history this past and now they're no longer um together i mean obviously they're they're okay enough with each other to to work together and make a movie but um there's that kind of there's that subtext to this whole thing um but yeah i really liked it i i'm a sucker for this kind of stuff like and i feel like right now you know in times like this where we need stuff we need movies like this sometimes like even if it is sappy or or you know um sentimental like it reminds me of when that uh mr rogers documentary came out not the tom hanks movie the the i think it was called would you be my neighbor or won't you be my neighbor and it came out like right at the height of like the trumpism stuff and everyone was like everyone was just like so upset and everyone was angry with each other and this movie comes out at the right time about being you know the the power of being kind to each other and what that means and how that's like lost now and it's just like being kind is seen as like a weakness so um it's interesting to see this movie because i see it in kind of the same way as mr rogers where it's that it's mr rogers was all about like he was the antithesis of what kids programming was which was like everything was loud and blah 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 blah. everything had to be like in your face and it spoke down to kids whereas mr rogers was more calm and some people would say even boring like he would he would he would kind of just leave these quiet spaces in between his speech he would say something and then he would kind of just like like look at the piano and you just this soft music would be playing and it's like really slow pacing but kids loved it and i feel like this is kind of a return to that kind of same thing where it's really slow pacing really quiet and if your kids aren't completely brainwashed by by like all the crazy flashiness of like today's kids entertainment they might enjoy this on a level like say the movie like a pixar movie like up that kind of thing where it it has these these under these themes of like sadness and grief um but it's not so so deep and dark that like a kid can't get something out of it but ultimately it really is all about like what you let your kids watch because if you let them watch all these crazy cartoons they're gonna be bored like 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 you said they're gonna be bored as hell because yeah. there's a lot of slowness a lot of um it almost feels like a like i said like a nature documentary at times where you're just watching you know like these mm-hmm. bugs and stuff on at the outside or yeah that know. was nice yeah so i really enjoyed it i highly recommend it sam you i said it was all right said it was okay i wouldn't like I know I wouldn't recommend this to our friend Desiree or, oh, yeah, like, no. my parents, you know? like That's the thing. It, it just depends on what kind of movies you like, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of movies that are like that, though, where I would I would highly recommend. Like, Everything everything Everywhere All at Once was probably one of the, to, in my opinion, one of the best movies I saw this year. But would I recommend it to a lot of people we know? No. I can't think of anybody that I would recommend it to in our circle of yeah. friends and family, aside from Sarah, who saw it with us. Yeah. So it, the, the, this is definitely one of those kinds of movies where, especially if you have no knowledge of the shorts, um, you don't have to watch them to like know anything about it. But I feel like if you watch them, you can find them on YouTube. If you watch just one of them, 
and it's only like two or three minutes long if you see that and go oh this is cute i want to see this might be something i'd want to watch on the big screen but if you watch it and go what is this this is weird or this is like this is dumb or you know because it just depends on who you are Mm -hmm. if you see that i think i feel like you can tell whether you want to watch a whole movie of this or not you know so um it was all right i mean i think it was good it was decent it was good but i started towards the end i started getting like kind of like losing focus and towards the end, I started, like, crying. So that just tells you the difference between my wife and I. So um, anyway, so that, that it just that – I'm glad that we got two different opinions on this, though, because you can kind of tell whether or not you want to watch it or not. If you're more, like, a badass like my wife and you don't cry about stuff, <laughs> then you probably won't watch it. But if you're a big sap like me who is, like, bawling through, um, like, uh, what was that movie? Coco or – or even that Mr. Rogers documentary, then uh, you can watch this movie and enjoy it. But I guess that wraps it up for... Oh, and also, this is, there's this song that's used by... Uh, an Eagles song that's used in here that I, I, I probably will never hear the same way again because it was... Marcel sings it at a particular moment and it took on a di- totally different meaning that I had ever heard. So um, I give it kudos for transforming that song into something I never <laughs> thought it would be. But anyway, um, I guess that wraps it up for Marcel the Shell with shoes on, um, which is only as far as I know right now. It's only at the Draft House, Alamo Draft House. It's not um, playing. Of course, if you're not from San Antonio or if you don't have a Draft House in your city, um, I guess what I mean to say is that it's probably only going to be in like the art theater or one of the small theater, one of those off theaters that plays like documentaries and um, foreign films because. It's definitely not at most of the theaters here in the city. So, um, but yeah, I guess that wraps it up for that movie. Be sure to follow us on uh, Instagram at third row from the front. And then also follow us on Apple podcasts or Spotify. So you can always get the newest episode until next time. We'll see you later on third row from the front. Bye. Bye.